This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. Hello everyone, it's your favourite podcast host here, Joe Redman, just letting you know that the TalkSport fan network is now proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So the only thing left to say is, are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app. You can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via the app at participating restaurants, 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Look back for Arfield. One up early. Scott Arfield. He's been threatening that recently. And all the Burnley players run to the Darwin end. Burnley win the next ball. It's Rory now. On the outside. He's Quickly finds Benson in space at the byline. Can Burnley get a goal here? Back for Brown now. Saved by the keeper. Yeah! Burnley won it to the end. That is magnificent. They deserve that. Only by Paul Fatella. Off for a hat trick. He's got it. Hat trick for Nathan Teller. Oh, he's on fire at the minute. 3-0 Burnley. It's Nathan Teller's day. And he's on the outside, comes inside, comes out of shot. Oh, the goal! Manuel Benson once more! That is top class! Burnley have done it! Fantastic! Clarence deserved the championship title. They've been the best side throughout the campaign. Burnley have won the second tier. What a fantastic achievement! The players have been magnificent. Yes, hello everyone and welcome along to the latest episode of the TurfCast podcast full-time show after we lost to Manchester United on Saturday evening. As you can see, I'm here, I've got an hat on, um, not really relevant, I don't know why I mentioned that. Um, but Neil's also here, how are you doing Neil? No one would have noticed, you shouldn't have said out. I know, I should have said that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You know when you're not, you know when you're a bit poorly. I don't know if I mentioned it off camera, lads, but I'm a bit poorly. Um, I just feel a bit oh, more yeah. comfortable oh, in a hat. Yeah, I just feel a bit more comfortable in a hat when I'm not well. So stuck a hat on. Um, Sam, you like a hat, but you're not wearing one today. How are you, mate? 
I've had a, I've had a trim, that's why. Um, I sure yeah, have. I'm all right, mate. All right, mate. We've all had man flow over the weekend, but I'm, I'm feeling a yeah, bit better. Looks like it. Looks like it. I'm currently um, battling it right now, but I'm sure we'll uh, we'll pull <laughs> through. Um, first of all, apologies that the, the show is a little late. Um, I know we normally do it on Sunday morning or Sunday evening where we can, but I was uh, working yesterday and Nathan selfishly had a wedding anniversary. What's all that about? He obviously didn't think about that three, four years ago, did it, or whenever it was he got married. Um, but thank you, everybody, for tuning in and watching. But, of course, we're here to discuss the Manchester United defeat. Get your comments in. Let me know how you thought the game went, how you thought Burnley played. Um, I think it's fair to say Burnley played quite well, but just lacked a little bit of cutting edge. I think pretty much everybody a, a, agrees on that. But we'll, we'll get into it a little bit deeper. Uh, Neil, your thoughts on the game and Burnley's performance, please. Yes, mate. So, I think I said it in my full-time uh, thing, but the performance pleased me quite a bit, considering... We sort of started well against City, then we were a bit crap against Villa and uh, Spurs. And I said then the performance was the most worrying thing because the, mm. the, the the games are not games that we expect to get anything from anyway, which I know is showing respect to the opposition, but let's be real, they're not. If we, I said in my, in my review, if we'd gone down the list, we probably wouldn't have picked these games as ones to get something out of. But performance-wise, it's been shocking. But on Saturday, I thought we played really well. I thought that it showed that the, the, the system's starting to click a little bit. We did like that cutting edge and there was a little bit of naivety in, in some of the decision making that went on. Yeah. But which you're gonna get with young players. But equally I'm a bit gutted, as much as I, I think it's a game that you probably don't expect to get out from. That's probably the worst United team I've ever seen post Fergie. And they were there for the taking and we just didn't didn't quite have it. Um we missed Foster badly, um, yeah. which none of us would have predicted a year ago. But it does show that we perhaps need someone else in backup if he gets injured or has a dip in form or something like that. Because without him, we didn't. I couldn't see where a goal was coming from. Or when he goes to the Afcon, which I think yeah. South South Africa have qualified, haven't they? So we're going to have a month yeah, so potentially January, two weeks yeah. minimum without him. Um, so yeah, that is a bit of a a gaping hole um, in in the Burley squad at the minute. Uh, Sam, your thoughts on on the performance and the result, please, mate. Um, yeah, first first half, unbelievable. First half is was honestly some of the best football we've played. Collio show probably had he had he had Dallow on absolute strings. Um, you know, you could see the way the team was trying to play. The the yeah. best move was the move where I'm doing hit the post, and I said it the whole game. Playing out wide is all well and good when you've got a player like Collio show, <clears throat> it works and. The way we scored against Forest was like that. Like, get him free, and he's brilliant. Mm. Shove him in a cul-de-sac and make him run at two players and not really give him an out ball. It it, it doesn't he, he doesn't thrive in those situations. He thrives in getting him behind and running at defenders. In 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 this in this game, I think we really let ourselves down in the second half. I think the second half performance was too passive. We were so naive in the situation and. One of my biggest gripes with the performance overall is, in my opinion, and it's not the opinion of everybody, but the second half outweighed the first half because we went 1-0 down just at the end of the first half. In the second half, get the lads in, 15 minutes, tell them what you want, and nothing happened. Literally, we never looked like scoring in the second half. And Neil's right, that United team wasn't great. And... 
the way we played, we outplayed them in the first half and yeah. we, we knew that they were there and we knew that we could get something from it. And it, it just felt like we just never really got going in the second half and really missed an opportunity to get something from the game. No, yeah, I, I agree. The second half was very passive. But do you not think maybe that's a, a credit to Man United or do you think it was maybe something we did wrong? Or do you think it was Corley Oshaw and Ramsey, who, who, in my opinion, ran the first half, especially for the Burnley, mm. ran the first half, they were just they were just blowing out their arses because they both had to come yeah, on, didn't just, they? they? just ran out of steam, I think. That's what it is. It was just... Yeah. It's not that they're not fit. You can't say they're not fit because companies had them back since June, but it's, mm. it, it's that intensity, the first half. Obviously, they haven't got it in them. And maybe Benson and Zero should have come on a bit sooner to try mm. and keep that intensity up a little bit. I, I, I think it's a mi- a- my thing is I think it's a mixture. I think it's partially because because I, I I can't give much credit to that Man United team because we didn't like in the second half we can't say like they defended valiantly or they defended smartly. We didn't offer anything, so they didn't have to do a right lot to get anything, like, they'd already got the goal out of nothing. Like, the goal is atrocious. Like, Johnny Evans has no right playing a ball like that. So, where he's pulled that from, I have no idea. It is a good ball. But I, I've had this argument with loads of people, and if, I, if I'm a defender in that situation, there is no way that I'm allowing Fernandez to watch the ball all the way down onto his foot so he can hit the ball. I'm throwing mm. something in front. If he turns me and I dive in and I look like a wally, then that's where you're like, that's class football. You've basically given him the Bayer, in my opinion, just basically said, just shoot, shoot. You're not going to score, shoot. And it's Bruno Fernandes, like he's a good player. All he needs is a moment like that and he'll score. I thought he should have just thrown something at him, but I wouldn't personally say United were like, this unbelievably defensive outfit in the second half. I can only remember like two chances in the second half, and it was one of them was that Bayer half chance head. Um, uh, what's it? Sanderberg half chance header from a corner. Other than that, I didn't really see much. And I, like I say, maybe it's just a bit of a pessimistic view, but <laughs> I just, I just haven't. That first half was so good, and then to yeah. have that second half just felt so disappointing and. In my opinion, just kind of, I forgot about the first half because the second half was so slow. I agree with the second half thing. Uh, there's someone in the comments, so we'll get to it in a minute, doesn't. Um, but I do think just, we just didn't do enough in the second half. Um, but I, United weren't overly defensive, but they definitely took a step back. And I think I just think we didn't know what to do. I just think we didn't have the creativity at that time in the second half to be able to to to, to create any chances, really. Um, see, first when half I saw was it, a lot better though. See, when I saw it, and I, I don't see, I've, I've wrestled with this because I was like, we've gone one nil down. Is it as as company changed it, so it's like damage control a little bit? But then I don't know if he's got that in him. I don't think he's got that. That he wants to attack, doesn't he? Nah, so no, I've just been I like, that's what I've been wrestling with. But yeah, second half, I just think, I think Man United's game plan was obviously to stifle us a little bit. And to be fair, given credit, they did, they probably did manage to do that, but they didn't have to work that hard. We just, I think we just ran out of steam. Mm. Yeah, no, I, we didn't offer much in the second half. Uh, thanks for the comments. Get them uh, coming in if you haven't already. Uh, Stu Kill, interesting name, or is it Steve Wickle? I don't know. But he says, thought overall we were good, although second half we lacked creativity and company was too slow to make the changes, pretty much going on 
uh, what Sam said. A couple of comments going on about our um, backup striker. Harry says Obafemi would be the backup. I'm not sure. We'd, we'd He's not fit, is he? With Obafemi. Is he still injured right now? I, th- I think that's that's coming from when we're talking about Afcon, so they're probably referring, referring oh, to that enough, at that yeah. moment. Um, the true red, who is a Forest fan, um, not a, a United fan, um, says played very well, especially in the first half. Um, we is getting you know Forest fan converted. converted. Uh, yeah, yeah, we could have been uh, two one <laughs> up if we had taken our chance. Unless this is a United fan, I can't remember. Um, our chances of being that little more relaxed. Signs of improvement, definitely, with the results start to follow. Um, research says after the last two performances, we will be fine. Um, and then he follows up to say we know how to score goals. We proved that against Villa and Spurs. Um, Harry, see, I I said this in the um, whatever it's called, full time reaction, fan reaction, whatever. Um, I don't get. I know why he's brought. Uh, stuck Trezor on 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 that side because he won the Belgian Pro League Player of the Year playing on the left. But there was one opportunity that Corley Oshaw had to run at Dallow and he skinned him and then mm-hmm. got him booked. I do not get why companies then gone, yeah, stick him on the other side against, is it uh, Reguian? Uh, I can't pronounce Regular. it. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Too ill for this, um, but I, I, it just it just didn't make any sense to me. It didn't make any sense to me. Sam, what are your thoughts on, on that decision? Um, I don't know. I don't because I, I think you could you could go to that you could go to that type of thing and be like moving Colioso was a big thing, but in the grand scheme of things, like when we when when the sub happened, it's like Goodmanson's gone off and. I originally thought it was Kolyosha who was coming off, and I was like, no, like not yeah. like yes for Trezor coming on, but no for Luca coming off. And then, as much as I don't like Yarn getting injured because he's had such an issue with injuries, when I realised it was Yarn, I was like, Trezor and Kolyosha on the same pitch, opposite wings, fine. They should be interchangeable, regardless. He also can do to Regulon what he did to Dallow anyway, and he did yeah. prove that he was he was still okay, okay against Regulon. But I do think it was a weird decision to have a guy on a yellow card who about six minutes into the game skins him and gets him the yellow card. I'd have just had him running at him all game. Yeah, but I agree. I also don't think that that actually was a huge factor in into why we didn't get anywhere going forward because Colliosho, and this is again, this is no disrespect, and I don't I, I don't want to sound miserable because I do see the positives in in what we're doing, but Kolyosho's end product is also still part of the debate with him. So, yes, he can get round players, but sometimes he doesn't always make that right decision. And I did find in the game, like, when he was running at Regulon, unbelievable. But every now and then it's just the last ball. It's the last touch. It's do you go inside, do you take the wing, do you play it into the box, do you go yourself? And I don't quite think he's got that part of his game yet. As soon as he gets that, he is this 30, 40 million pound player. But I don't I don't think that change massively changes the outcome of the game. But I do see what you're saying. Like he should have been running at Dallow the whole game. But yeah, I no, I, I agree. I'm I'm not sure if 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 we win the game if he's there. I'm just I'm just sort of like picking out out, out the bones out of the game. Um mm-hmm. Neil, your thoughts though on Corley Osh as a whole. I mean I agree with everything Sam said there really. 
Um, I think I think nobody's questioning that uh, Coley Auto's end product could be better, but at the same time, he's 19 years old, isn't it? And we all know that you know you don't you don't have many 19 year olds that you know that could do everything. Um, so it, that will come with better, more experience, better decision making. That will come, but he's a fantastic player, in Neil. So far, he's been an absolute oh, yeah, class to watch. In class, right? Disclaimer here is in no way at all am I saying he is Ronaldo, right? But remember when Ronaldo first came <laughs> to this country and he had he's he had Ronaldo. It that's it. Apart from his apart from his final products, it's it's mm-hmm. that situation. He's got it yeah. apart from his final products, but he will get it. Yeah. Um, and not not for one minute for anyone who's clipping it. Am I saying he's Ronaldo? He's not. But it's that situation where he's got he's got the raw talent. It just needs mm-hmm. bringing out of him. Um, yeah. Yeah. There's a, there's a there's a player there. There's a proper player there. Definitely. So good. Yeah. He's uh, absolutely class in there. Um, man of the match though, I would have probably given it to Ramsey. Um, Again, I'm not asking. I'm not asking for your opinion on that at the minute. But he was class, wasn't he, Sam? I was surprised that he started. If I'm honest with you, I would have had Berg in that position a little bit higher up. Uh, but in that first mm. half, Ramsey absolutely ran that midfield for us. He, he was brilliant. Yeah, I, 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 listen. I, I think we've got a very good player there. Um, I was skeptical of the signing originally because he'd only had Championship football. It's a big step up to the Premier League, and I wanted mm. to see him like get the game time early and this game proved why he works so well and I think it also proved as to why I kind of want company to pick his players and stick with them now like he's he's probably the better number 10 unless Trezor can actually like make a claim for that when Coleo show and let's say Benson wants to start more games and he starts playing really well that could be the team but I'd like to see him genuinely pick his front four and just go with it. Because I think Ramsey yeah. from that performance can just kick on. He was so, so good in the hole. He was so good at getting the ball and turning. And that's what we needed. We need somebody who's just... Because I, I, in my opinion, what we've not been doing is getting those balls around the corner into players quickly, into players so that they can turn and have loads of space to run into. I feel like we've been doing too much, you know, and we'll go back to... Go back to uh, Stoke at home last year and Hull at home last year, and we did the same thing: right back to centre back to centre back to right back to left back to centre back, and that that is a boring to watch, and b it, it's a team that's showing that they don't have all the answers going forward. What Ramsey gave you was a young lad. Give me the ball. Give it to me. Yeah. I'll turn. I'll go. I'll play it. I'll have a shot from outside the box. I'll slip the ball through. So I'm doing it. I'm a technical player. Give me the ball. And that that performance in that first half when he was there showed why in the second half we missed a player like that. Yeah. No. Fair enough. I, I completely agree. I think we've missed um, a player that wants to get the ball on the half turn uh, and, like you said, and, and then create space and run into that space and play players in. The pass that he played for uh, I'm doing it for when he hit the post, brilliant, so absolutely brilliant. Like just a little little touch in I'm doing it for me and Picky should have done better. Um, but you know, there's there's a player there, and and I still feel. I mean, we'll get onto it in a little bit. I want to ask you, Neil, your thoughts on Ramsey, but I still feel with the players that we have that we should. Be all right, but we'll get on that in a minute. But Neil, your thoughts on Ramsey and everyone in the comments, get your thoughts on Ramsey. And I know yeah, no, researcher just said uh, that. Sorry, Neil, that Al Dakil, probably the man of the match. I, I just thought Ramsey were class in the first half. Al Dakil, very close second. Uh, and Coley yeah. Osho played very well as well. But your thoughts on Ramsey, please, mate? I can see why he started because uh, Man United's midfield have got McTominay, who's, who's 
He's not all that. And Sander Berger has been underwhelming, shall we say. He's looked like he's been running through treacle in half the matches. So to put Ramsey in, it gives us that energy and it gives us that, what Sam was just saying about that, I want the ball, I'll do something with it to get round McTominay, who's not, let's face it, he's not the greatest. Um, mm. And and for me, I can so I can see why he started, although I was surprised he did. I can see the thinking behind it. Um, but we have got a lot of good, uh, good players and... Um, and a lot of rough diamonds, and it is, it's like what Sam said there, I think company needs to just play them now consistently together and let them gel, let them learn how each other plays. And I, I, I do genuinely think that we'll be all right. And I think once we get to play in the teams that we're competing with, because we're not competing with Man United, City, who we've played so far, they're not who we're, we need to worry about the teams around us. And I, I'm very, very excited to see what we're like when we play the teams that are around us. Yeah, no, I agree with that. And it's it's difficult. I still feel it's gif- difficult to gauge where we're at at the minute because we've played, we all know who we've played, we've played City, Villa, Spurs, Man United and uh, Forest. Uh, we did very well against Forest. Um, and if it wasn't for, no, I won't get into it because there's a Forest fan in the chat. But if it wasn't for certain refereeing decisions, um, you know, we, we may have, we may have um, had a bit more luck, put it that way, uh, and, and it would be sitting pretty at the minute. But if we'd had that, Luke, mate, if we'd had that Luton game... Well, Let's just and let's just assume we'd have won that Luton game. We'd be sitting on four, and everyone's outlook would probably be a little bit more positive. Yeah, it's and just that, that's kind of the point I was going to make. That's kind of the point I was going to make. Look at Everton's games. Like now, every, every, everyone's now suddenly fan. Everton will be fan. Everton will be fan because they beat Brentford. Don't get me wrong, a, a good win. They played very well. Um, Dice changed it around a little bit, and that's what he did against us, didn't he? he changed things around and suddenly found something that works. So they, they, they may well be they may well be fine now. He, he may well have found a recipe that works for them. But look at the games that they played. Uh, they played uh, Fulham at home, lost. Wolves at home, lost. Sheffield United away, drew, uh, and now Brentford away, won. Like I said, good result. I, I feel like I won't say we've had a better start because points on the board, you know, is better than than not. Um, but I think we just need to chill out a little bit and everyone writing us off with these. Um, relegation predictions all of a sudden. Yeah, we may go down. I don't think we will. Um, but when we've played the teams in around us or more of them, then it then 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 it, put it this way: if we get beat against Luton next week, then I might start to be like, oh, hold on a minute, lads. You know, we're a bit shit. Mm-hmm. Um, but for now, it's difficult to gauge where I'm at. But Sam, how do you feel on that? Because I know, um, like you said, that the, the second half uh, you were disappointed with Neil. You've just changed position for whatever reason, but we'll take it. Um, look, so there's 33 games still left, and and we, and I still think that we'll be fine. But those first five games don't fill me, and this is my personal opinion. Like everybody else keeps saying, like, oh yeah, but we're still, but like, yes, we won the league last year, and yes, we played brilliant, and yes, we brought in loads of players, but that doesn't mean that it all clicks instantly and everything goes. Every, everything all moulds into in together and we start pushing for Europe the season after. It was always going to be difficult. Like when, if you ever go back to watch our prediction videos and you lot all say 10th, I'm like 15th, 16th, because it's still going to be hard. Like, But in this situation, it doesn't mean that me as a fan, I have to sit there and be like, well, it's going to come. The first five games have been awful to watch in certain parts. Like we haven't played brilliantly in every game we have conceded like 13 12 13 goals we have currently got the worst goal difference and we have only got a point to show for it and five games in i'm not worried i'm just i'm just being a realist to those first five games those five first five games that i've watched every second of the game i can name 
one one game where we actually did all right, which was the draw, and the first half in in the game against Man United, but we've come away with nothing. Like that's the pessimistic side of the first five games, but then you've got thirty three more games coming in, and these thirty three more games we could pick up loads of points. We're all we're all spitballing how it could be, and I do genuinely think that we'll, we will be better and it will click, and I, we have seen progress, but. Nobody can really sit there and be like, oh, you're silly for thinking that, you know, things aren't going to get better. Because currently, there's, there's, there is no great sign of it happening right now. If we play Luton and pick up three points, then everything changes. Four points on the board. Then you don't have this niggle in the back of your mind saying, yes, we're a game behind, but we've played five games and we've only scored three. We've conceded 13. We have bad goal difference and we haven't massively threatened the goal that much. My biggest thing after all of that is I still think we'll be fine. There's 33 more games left and we've probably had one of the hardest runs of any team. We've played nearly That's the thing for me. Genuinely, that's that's the thing for me, mate, is that if, if it had been the other way around, we, we would have been hysterical the other way. So if we'd played Luton, Sheffield United, Everton and Wolves in our first games and won all three, we'd be like, oh, we're going to yeah. storm this league. It's Absolutely. just, it's what Joe was saying. It would be difficult to see where we're at at the minute just because of mm. the fixture run we've had. Um, so I'm, it I'm, it's been really tough. Um, but I think, I mean, there are no easy games in the Premier League, are there? But uh, apart from Luton, let's be honest. But um uh, that's going to come back to that year. I know it really isn't. It? <laughs> we can't edit that, can we? But, uh, um, but uh, I, I think we need to. We just need to see where we're at when we've played the teams around us, who we are competing with. We're not. None of. We said last year we'll hand out some beatings and we'll get a few, and we're getting the ones now off teams True. that we probably should get them off. Um, but we'll probably hand some out to the teams that we should hand them out to. So we'll just see where we're at when we've played Luton, Wolves, Everton, Sheffield United, mm. etc. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm gonna, you know, I, I still like, like. I'm saying with Sam. I still think it will be fine. I think it's a bit of an overreaction. The the everyone's saying the worst three teams to ever come up. It's a joke. The gap between the Premier fans of other clubs aren't looking at the, the the start that we've had. And and you two are then saying it's probably one of the hardest. It has to be the hardest. I know Sheffield. They're right in what they're saying, Norman. Well. They are right in what they're saying. The gap between um, the Championship and the teams we've played, which are the top seven. Is yeah, but the top, but the top seven's miles ahead yeah. of the eight top, and nine the top the seven, League eight above. of the prem is getting further and further away from yeah. the rest of the prem. Not, not, not the champ, not just the championship. Yeah. Um. But yeah, as Harry says, we probably won't win the league this year now. Uh, so that is a shame. Um, thirty-three games, I've met. True, true. Win all thirty-three, yeah. then we'll be in with a oh, shout. Um, but uh, yeah, um, I do want to talk about a couple of individuals as well. I know we've mentioned um, Ramsey and how, how good he was in that 10, um, but uh, sorry, in the attacking mid, but um, he was very good. But um, I expected Sander Berg to play there. He came on and had a very good cameo again, Sam. Um, he was quite passive in the first few games, and I was disappointed with him. I think what Neil said about him running through treacle, I just think. I agree with, but I think he's, he's one of them players that just looks like that when he runs. But he was quite. Well, I don't think he was fit, mate. I don't no. think he well, was fit. Well, he, he may not have been, but I, I think I think the reason why he was so poor is because he was playing out of position. He's not a defensive mid. The Sheffield mm. United fans that have come on the show and, and spoke to us about him have always said, play him in a forward role uh, and he will do very well. He played very well against Forest and he played very well against Man United as well uh, when he came on. He played well, didn't he, Sam? But what do we do with him now? Because I can't see him getting that spot back. I think it's Ramsey's now. 
I think he gets the treatment of some players that Burnley have had in the past, like Barnes when we played Blackburn at home. Like, mm. yes, you can play anybody there. And, you know, I'd like to think we still could have beat Blackburn 3-0, 4-5-0 on day anyway. But um, Barnes came in because of his physicality. And I think Burge is a similar thing. Like, if you need to be physical against a Luton side who are going to be physical, it's it's less likely that Ramsey should play those games where he'll be stifled of creativity and you just need somebody who's just big and brute force. But I, I do think the thing that's happened with Sander Burge, and I'm also like at fault for it, I also thought it were a DM. Like, when we signed him, I'm like, this guy's built like a DM. Surely yeah. he's played DM or, or a box-to-box type player. But he doesn't look like that. And I think he got put in that game against City two days after signing, looked totally lost, but half the team looked lost against City because City are that good. The next game, you're also playing a pretty good Aston Villa side. Like, you know, you, you're not going to look unbelievable. Again, you've only been there a week. Now yeah. we're starting to see a good version of Sander Burge, which is like, like for example, the goal that absolutely should have stood against Forest. Like, you know, that is good football. Like, it hits him here. He's got his body in the way because he's big. And he's brought the ball down. He's got it across. He's got the presence of mind because he is a clever footballer. You know, teams like Chelsea, Liverpool, Arsenal wanted him two, three seasons ago. So he's not that bad of a player. Um, on your point of, you know, is it is it a, is it tough to get him in the side? In my opinion, no. You just have to pick the games. Like, Ramsey showed in certain games that he should be a starter. But yeah. Burge against Forest did nothing wrong to not start this game against United. So it's one of them where now it's a good headache. Like, this isn't a bad situation now. Like, you can chop and change the team a lot, we, especially with those those two players because they are so different. Makes it tricky to, for him to, to gel, though, doesn't it? If, he, if he's changing it every week, yeah. it does make it tricky for that to happen. And that's what we need at the minute. So I think he does oh, need yeah. to pick the same team for a couple of games I now. Think- I mean, like, indivi- like, so I'm talking like that one position because on the wing, I think most fans have now come round to the fact that Coleosho's got that left-hand side tied yeah. down. In my opinion, the right-hand side is still up for grabs because Benson, as good as he was last season, I still think his best role is from the bench. Like, I just think he's an impact player. Like, and as good as he was and as good as he was even in games that he started last season, the jump-up is so big. I don't think he's ready to start yet. I do think the cameo... So, I think the right-hand side is still up for grabs. I think most of the other positions are pretty dead set, like, on most of the players. Like, Charlie Taylor's solidified left-back for me weeks before he even played a game. Yeah. Um, and now... He's done so well since he came come back in, by the way. He's he's been done so well. He was my man of the match in the yeah. last game. Maybe not so much this one. He was a little bit less, like, involved. But in the last game, he was easily my man of the match. But... No, I think it's. Um, I think it, I think it's. I think that position is a good position because if you have ten players that all play the same role and play there every single week, you can afford to say, okay, Ramsey and Burge, like you guys can basically do like forty-five each, or one of you starts yeah. when we need you to be physical. I think that that works in that sense. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. 
Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Away days are fantastic, especially when you win the league at Ewood Park. But there's still nothing quite like playing at home. The same goals for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Yeah, Neil, your thoughts on, on, on Sander Berg and, and now we're getting into the team. Do you think Sam makes a good point as horses for courses? Yeah, I think so. Um, I think... I wasn't that impressed with him in the first few games because, like you, I thought it was. I thought that was his best position. And I thought, is this really what we've we've fought out for there? But yeah, he has grown into it, um, and I think I think it is that case of he's going to have to just pick certain players for certain games, and I think that's why Ramsey got in because it's that sort of game for for Ramsey to, you know, because he wants the ball and he is fast and that sort of stuff. And Birds will probably play against Newcastle on Saturday, for example. Um, so yeah, it probably is. Um, but I mean, it's, it's interesting now whether Benson and Zeruri will get a look in for me. Um, I agree with Benson as much as I love him. I don't think he's. I don't think he's a starter. Um, but yeah, it's a nice problem for the company to have. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's interesting, isn't it? I, I do feel it's not harsh, but it's, it's a shame to see them not getting as much minutes as they would like this season. But you know, it's it's, it's a ruthless business. It is what it is. It's the same when we. Well, always... Zeruri, to, to be fair, Zeruri's was his own doing. That he's that yeah, he got true. on the team. To be fair, so good point. Um, and then Benson is just question marks over whether he's fit because he always seems to be strapped up. Or yeah, something. he's always got a niggle, hasn't he? he always seems yeah. to have got a niggle. The thing that we always forget though with these players, and I, I do, I do think it's part of the parcel. Is like, and they said it last, like during the game, like, we are the youngest team. Like these are young players. Like they're not finished articles by any stretch. Mm-hmm. Like these are players that were fantastic in the championship, and like I, I do think it, it, it's part of like. So when we went, and again, this is going to sound like a proper moan, but like when we went down. Like everybody was like, it's a free pass this year. Like whatever happens, we're building the team back up. And then we ended yeah. up doing as well as we did. And we went right up and everybody's expectations went from like, okay, we, we're going to, we'll make the playoffs. Oh, never mind. We'll go, we'll finish second. Oh, now we're first. We're going to go up a chap. We've got 100 points. We're going to break the record. And now we've gone into Premier League and everyone's like, mid table, light work, like light work. These players came from nowhere and in the championship, you see those types of players pop up left, right, and centre. And then if you see those newly promoted teams that and you think, oh, he was a key part last year, they're always the first player to be taken out. They're always the first player yeah. to be replaced by a big money signing. And you always sit there and go, Why? Because he's 19, 20, you know, he's he's a he's now a Moroccan international. Like, you know, he's He's only played in Belgium before and he's played one season in the Championship. The Premier League is so different, so different. Like, you make a mistake in the Premier League, teams counter three passes like that. That's what United did all game. They had no real possession in the game where you ever thought, wow, like this United team's outplaying is it. It was literally win the ball back, four passes, and they they had a chance and they, they were, you know, four against three. Players like that need need a little bit of slack, like, we had expectations of Zeruri Benson and everybody to come in and be class. Like they are still kids. I mean, Benson's not, but like a lot of them are still kids. Like we have to give them the benefit of the doubt in that sense. Yep, fair enough. Um, 
couple more individuals I do want to ask you about as well. Neil, I'll start with you. Um, we've mentioned Charlie Taylor already, so we'll just have a quick overview on that. But it's good to see him back in the side. We're all calling for it. A lot of people had some reservations about whether or not he'd be able to play in that system, but I think he's, he's definitely added, added a, a different dimension, hasn't he? He's definitely solidified as 100%. I don't think anybody can say he, he hasn't. He hasn't, and I was one of those who doubted if he fits the system. I still do, to be fair, but I think what we're seeing is having a left-back playing in left-back is simply all it is. Yeah. It's calmed everything down at the back. It's given balance to that back four or back whatever it is, and... Um, yeah, and I agree with you. I think he was man of the match last game. He was absolutely phenomenal, and he's done a, he's done a fantastic job. Probably played his way into the team because at one point we're wondering what's he doing there because he wasn't getting a look in. Company hadn't sold yeah. him, and he he was just floating around. and And now he's come back in and looks like he's probably there to stay now. So um, yeah, he's done very well. And also, I thought Brownell was good the other day as well um, on Saturday. Yeah, yeah. But again, he ran out of steam second half. Um, so, you know, two players who, who uh, questions over at the start of the season have, have come up trumps for us recently. Yeah, no, I, I agree. Charlie Taylor's done very well since he's come back in the side. And, it, and, and, and I do think he's, he's one of the first, not the first names, but he will be in the team pretty much every week going forward. Um, unless, again, put it this way, he's not going to play a right back at left back anymore. I, I think that experiment's no. done. Um, no. Sam, you mentioned it there. I do want to quickly go back to something before I ask about Trezor. Um, is how United were picking us off sometimes and then attacking really quick. Do you not think we're a little bit sloppy? Even though we played very, very well in that first half, mm-hmm. I think United had three main attacks in the first 15, 20 minutes that all came from us giving the ball away. And I know it's a style of play, and I know it's going to happen. Um, but there was a lot of times where they were unforced, weren't there? What, what do you think mm-hmm. about how sloppy we were in possession in that first half? Right. So I had this conversation with my, with my dad during the game. So turf dad, yeah, big Steve, you know how it is. Um, <laughs> so I, 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 I never have, and I, I never will have a quarrel with a player trying to take someone on in in an attacking position. Like if you try, if Kolyosha's running at someone and loses the ball, it's fine because you've still got the entire midfield and defense. Who, who realistically, a team shouldn't be able to get through, like just because you've lost the ball in attack. Like yeah. my biggest thing is when we were playing around the back, like. Every single time we do that, we invite pressure. So they start yeah. basically at the halfway line and then gradually it gets closer and closer and closer. And because we never get the ball forward, we just play backwards and backwards and backwards. Gradually, they start to get so close to us. And the thing that was really doing my head in, right, was, you know, when <laughs> Bayer was like doing that turn of pacing? Yeah. Why, when the space is right in front of you over there and it's all there and you could literally just knock it and go and then he has to come into you, why were they waiting and getting that close to somebody and then doing a turn of pace? Because every time we did that, they seemed to get a foot in. And then it was literally just, oh, foot's in, play it to McTominay. Ball to Bruno Fernandes, square across the box and Hoyland's got a shot. And you're like, that's come from you just walking the ball into him. Like, we need to either get the ball with Aldakil or Bayer, spread it wide and don't hoof it, like, don't hoof it long. Play into feet. And then play back into midfield. Like, I, I, it was something so small, but we did it so much. Like, defenders carrying the ball, but only wanting to carry the ball when they were so close to a so close to defender. It is, it is, but it's because it, I just, <laughs> but we've been doing it. We, we did it against Forest, where Bayer tried to step out. And rather than going into the space, he goes into the man and then loses the ball. And then 
what we've planned to do with that attack has just gone. And we're yeah. then just defending for his lives with less men. And it just that that's the slightest thing that's been doing Edin. Like other other than like the not being able to get it forward, like just defenders running into attackers and then being like, oh, they, they took the ball off me. What? It's like you've got 16 yards of green grass that way. Why would you run that way? Like it, that it's just been doom heading, but yeah, we played class, so <laughs> I do enjoy a Sam run, and I, I like it. How your rants normally start with "listen," but that time you listen, yeah. right, right, yeah, yeah. yeah. So mix it up a bit. I, I, I maybe listens that. just for a written rant. Listens probably just for a written. That's rant. just for the group chat. You guys just is that, when, uh, I'm, when I'm, when I'm yeah. in my feels is when I say listen. Yeah, I, I do love a listen because for obviously not there's only me, Neil. Sam Nathan and I like called Isaac in oh and Dale uh, in the group chat. So not many people do get to see that. Um, but the listen comes and it comes on its own first. It says yeah. it's listen and then it says Sam is typing and I'm like yes. Yeah. He's off. Sometimes, he's sometimes minute, minutes can pass. Minutes can I pass between listen it. and the actual. Rest yeah. In the moment, like you just like if I put listen and then I start typing, you just need to say like. Just stop because I just can't calm down. After we're all waiting. We're all just waiting. I'm not, not getting back to I remember things. I get me popcorn. Like, do you remember when Robbie Blake, when Robbie Blake passed that ball and everyone's like, <laughs> "What about?" Um, we will start wrapping up soon. I know Neil needs to go. Sam's got football training. I'm not well, but I do want to ask about um, Treasure. Uh, we are the long side, by the way. It says, "Go on, Sam, lad." Uh, John says, as he finished, do you feel better now, Sam? Um, sure, uh, Fly over oh, says, we'll get Sam reminds me, yeah, we'll get one on messages. Uh, Sam yeah. reminds me of the main character in Brassic. I can't relate to that one. I can't so I've never watched that it. Yeah, um, Trezor, do want to ask about Trezor. I thought he. For want of a better word, was underwear. In fact, no, that's a brilliant word. I'm going to say poor. But I thought it was underwhelming. Although research he immediately disagrees with me. He says Trezor looked good when he actually got him into the game. What I liked about Trezor is he wanted to get the ball. Like mm. He wanted it. He wanted to get in the game. So there was that side of him. But then when he had the ball, and I know some people, I got a message on Twitter saying he wasn't at our level. Like, what the fuck are you actually talking about? He wasn't at our level. He's not at our level. He's clearly good enough, to, in my opinion, um, to play in the Premier League. But for, to turn around and say he's not at our level already, I think it's a bit much. But I like the fact that he wanted to get in the game and um, I just felt that when he had the ball, he wasn't the best. But your thoughts, please, lads. I'll start with you, Neil. Yeah, no, I agree with you. He wasn't. Um, but what I like is that he's come out after on his own social media and said that himself, he's got a lot to learn. Um, and he's acknowledged it himself, so he obviously knows that. But, I mean, to make your debut... Um, at home against Man United, they're still a, they're still a name. I know that they're crap and they have been for a while, but they're still a big name. So to come and make your debut against Man United at home, it's going to be a little bit daunting. I don't care who you are. So yeah. Um, yeah, I agree with you, but I do like the fact that he came out afterwards and said that you know he's got a lot to learn and and go forward. That's 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 a good mentality. Mm-hmm. Yeah, agree. Sam, your thoughts on uh, new signing Trezor? Yeah, I agree with you. It, it was it was underwhelming when he came on, um, but you can tell there's a player there. You can tell that he's a tidy footballer. Like that's why I was saying, like, do we think he could play? 
I know he played the majority of his time on the left, but he, I believe they brought it up in the game as well. They were saying like he sees himself as like a number 10. Like, yeah, I, th- I think that's, another, that's another situation. Like, that you, like, in fairness, you have to look at because, in my opinion, he's the player that we always want, like, we all wanted at the start of the start of the transfer window. And it's like, if you brought him in now and he has the stats to back it up, and I know it's a different league, but like, just, like, just try it. Like, if we're in this position now where we're giving ourselves, let's say, the first 10 games to just experiment and try things out, just try it. Like, against Newcastle, just put him in the 10 and see how he does. Because he, he got loads of assists last season. So, there's clearly a player there. And I did think his cameo appearance against Forrest was good. I think he showed a lot in that. But, yeah, I, like, I agree with Neil as well. Like, it is a tough game. Like, Man United, regardless of the position they're in, the transition they're in, they're still the biggest club in English football. Like, they, whenever you play against them, everybody knows them. No matter from what corner of the globe you you come from, like you know Manchester United. So anyone to come over and play the first game at home and and play Man United is going to be daunting. So you've just got to give him time, really. No, yeah, I agree. A lot of the players uh, took time to bed into the new system. He's just going to be exactly the same. Um, before we do go, though, Salford tomorrow. How are we feeling about that one? Obviously, we'll play a, a mixture of of first teamers and fringe players. Um, hoping to get the win though. Neil, your thoughts? Are we, is it going to be comfortable? I don't think it'll be comfortable, but I think we'll get the win. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, I'm expecting Big Al to do commentary because Gary Neville's allowed to commentate on his club. So let's let's have him pace to it. Hopefully, mate. Hopefully. Sam, your thoughts on the Salford game tomorrow? I'd like to see us get a win because um, I just, I, 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 every time we have cup games, I just see it as like, it could be the catalyst yeah. for, for kicking things on, like winning mentality. So go into the game, give a couple of lads a go, try and try and get something from the game and and kick on from there. Go to Newcastle and shock shock the world. Shock the world. Uh yeah, <laughs> less said about that Newcastle game right now. Um is is the better. I don't think we'll lose 8-0, if I'm honest with you. Um, but no, I can't. I can't see us losing that. I can't. That was. I, I, I did the game yesterday at work. They were shocking, Sheffield United. That's the yeah, worst defense far. I've seen for a long time. For a long time. I'll be. I'll be gone at half time if you say no. Like, well, it was three 0 at half time the other day. To be fair, but yeah, John Fox well, yes, says my second order bear them sort of players. I agree. Get them sort of players in your Bennies as well. Yeah. Get Benny and not in there. Norwich, give Neil something to shout about. Um, yeah, man. You know. I do want to see what Matango though can bring to the team. I do want yeah. I do want to see because he he's got a profile of a central midfielder that I like the look of like comfortable on the ball, somebody like somebody who can just play on the half turn. Like I love a centre mid yeah. that can just play on the half turn and he can get the ball into Ramsey and we can go up through the motions. That'd just be unreal. Yeah, well, hopefully we play these types of players. But is there anything else you boys want to add before we wrap up? No, just patience. Let's just be patient. Wait till we play the teams around us. We can't judge us off what we've done so far. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it don't get any easier, does it? Newcastle up next. Nope. They, they are tough games, but you've just got to give the whole thing time. Like We gave it time in the Championship. It's a totally different league. It's one of the hardest leagues in the world with some of the highest paid players and the best players in the world. Like, at the same time, in everything that I've said, like you just have to give us a little, a little bit of time. I think after 10 games, we should know kind of where the team's yeah. at. And then the games after that is kind of like, if we start to lose against like Palace, Luton, Wolves, that's when you can start having conversations where you're like, okay, what, what's the crack now? Yeah. yeah. 
Neil, you mentioned Christmas. You were going to say something, or you Christmas? If we still, if we're still a bit like, well, I'll send you my list. But if we're still, uh, <laughs> if we're still like this at Christmas, that's the time to worry for me. But and, mm-hmm. and, until then, we've we've got a lot of football to play yet, and a lot of the teams around us. So I'm, there's no need to panic yet. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, one last comment. Flyber Fred says, nice work on the radio this morning. You're spot on about the crowd. Yes, I was on BBC Radio 5 Live. And it was in the afternoon, oh, Fred. Um, so you, you must have just woken up. Sorry, lads. I had to get that in there. I didn't tell Fred to comment that. He commented it and I thought, I am having that. Um, I'm sure, I'm I'm sure the joke's in the post there. There's a Jordy. Now you're on my bloody airways. Cancelling everything. Um, but thank you, Sam, for coming on. I know you're busy. You've got to get to football training now. Neil got a young baby. He's going to have to put the little girl to bed now. I'm the same. I'm unwell. Got to get Parker to bed. And then I am working from 8 till 2. So that should be fun. But thank you, everybody, for watching. If you, Oh, sorry, Fred. He says, I live in the US. Fair enough, mate. Um, but uh, thank you, everybody, for watching. If you've just joined the show now, you know how it works by now. When I end the stream in a, in a minute or so, you can re-watch it at your leisure. Or if you want to go and listen to the podcast, it will be uploaded later tonight and you can listen to it on your commute tomorrow or whenever you wish. But thank you, Sam, for coming on. Thank you, Neil, for coming on. Thank you, everybody, for watching. Thank you everybody for listening. Especially thank you to those commenting. Uh, Fly over Fred. Last comment says, Sam, have a look at Brassic. I'm nervous so we'll have, we'll have to watch it. I'll let you know what he says, Fred. Um, but thank you everyone for watching. Thank you everyone for listening. And we will it will start with listening. It will. See ya. Goodbye. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around, you've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates have already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Automate delivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely, and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.